Today is Friday, January 6, 2023, and welcome to Rural Reliance with the Candy Couple. My name is Julia, this is my husband Aaron, and we are a small homestead family that lives in rural southwest Virginia that work every day on being more self-reliant. And when we say self-reliant, we're really saying we work every day on being able to rely on ourselves. Not a power company, not a water company, um, not a grocery store for the majority of our food. We really look at, you know, taking care of ourselves, and we always want to take you on this journey with us. Yes. So, it's 2023. <laughs> yes, and you know, 2023 comes goals. Yep. Being you know. the year, it's what everybody talks yes. about. So, we're going to talk about the goals on the homestead that we have planned for this year. And we're not going to get them all. No. <laughs> There's just no way. The, the, our goals are always a lot more than what will actually hit by year end. Always. And um, we shoot high. Yes. And we really shoot as high as we can. And we're lucky if we get halfway through. Yeah. I mean, it depends on some of the projects, you know, um, and if they get more difficult or um, <laughs> what else is going on even. Right. Sickness, you can't plan for that. We've learned that this last, this last winter. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's gotten us down quite a few weeks. Especially me. And if I'm down, the homestead stops for the most <laughs> no it doesn't but um so yeah we're talking about goals today and the goal of this podcast is to really get you thinking even if you're even thinking of homesteading to get you thinking of what goals you have even if it's learning how to use a canner learning how to um preserve some some of your food growing some lettuce indoors or on a balcony anything that we can do to kind of help give you motivation to mm -hmm. come up with those goals for yourself because it's always important to have something to strive for especially as you journey more towards this ultimate goal of self-sufficiency yeah and creating goals to go by and try to hit is something that can help you in any type as we've talked about you know from your budget to projects around the homestead goals are something you can easily set uh, and track yourself against and you definitely want to make sure you write these down that is so important um, we know from personal experience when we have a week off or a few days off <laughs> yes we will seriously go through each and every single day and write what we want to accomplish that day from a master list of what we need to have accomplished within that time frame right we might not always get it done but i can tell you this last week we were off um the last week of the year and we got a lot done we did and we got everything on our list done we did it wasn't as we didn't have as much on it as usual not as much se. building Right. Yeah, not as much building. We didn't have a, a building project going on when we usually are off. We usually have a building project going always, on. Always. Almost always. Something. <clears throat> um, but always write it down. I know under the median, um, they uh, say statistically you're 70% more likely to achieve that goal. Uh, well, over 70. I do agree with that. Um, yes. Having a list and being able to check it off. We personally use our Remarkable. Yes, uh, we use it for a lot of our long-term goals, project short planning, short-term goals. Um, 
we when we had the fridge in the house we did use a uh a magnetic thing on it to go by our For daily weekly, weekly uh, things we have to do yep so um and we also have a planner that we use um to really help guide us through the year because certain things need to be done by certain time frames and so we really try to over plan for the year i guess some people would say but we have found after doing this for several years we really have to do this right we don't have a choice yeah we have so much going on we have to prioritize absolutely so i think one of the biggest things we're looking to do is really work on the infrastructure of our zone one yes (laughs) i Uh, mean it's we we have so before we would have put trees or bushes everywhere. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> and now we're finding that maybe that, you know, that's not such a great idea. Uh, well, it's a good idea, but good we can idea. use that space for something better. Right, uh, for other types of uh, building infrastructures like the chicken coop, for example, we had there. Um, you know, in the future, when we talk about ducks here and later on as well, you know, there, there's things you want, you, you, well, not want, but you have to have in that zone one to make it manageable. Right. You can have your chickens a long ways away from your home, but you're not going to know. You, it, what if, you, you're probably not going to know if something gets into it. Right. Or think of this really cold weather. Could you right. imagine? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like uh, we were like negative my, eight <laughs> having to go. Yeah, half of my walk to uh, go and... Uh, Break chicken's water? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, your water would have been frozen before you got there. And right. um, So we're really looking at what we have near us that's open and usable because a lot of the trees that we have planted near the house have actually not grown as much as they should have yeah so for the amount of time they've been in the ground we've actually decided to pull these and not give them any more time and really use that space for other things like cold frames Right. Um, we're gonna have a lot of those that we'll be working on this year that is one of our that's one of our really big goals goals is to have that ready for that that winter fall fall winter time frame you know is having a bunch of those ready to keep producing food as long as possible absolutely um also where the duck the lily pad is going we have that set up with elderberries as well and they really didn't do anything there um so because they're not doing anything that's actually a much better spot for the ducks because again it's not half a mile from the house. It's, yeah. you know, 100 feet from the, right. 150 feet from the house. It just makes more sense. So we're looking at our infrastructure, getting ready for future builds, what we need to plan on doing, um, and just really hyper-focused on our Zone 1 right now. Yes, yeah, see if there's anything else that we're forgetting as well, and you know, making sure if there's something else that comes up later that we have room for something else as well. Absolutely, making sure we leave that that area, that space, and um, animals. Yeah, this is going to be a big part of this year. Um, at least chickens. At least chickens, right? You know, if something happens, we don't get the lily pad completed and ducks in in time, we will have. We will be getting chickens in the spring, one and, way or another. And meat birds. That's, I feel like that's a must for us because yes. we do eat a lot of chicken. Yeah, so having, you know, 
Meat to, birds and layers. Meat birds and layers, yes, to to produce for us is the goal this year. Absolutely. I completely agree. And with that, I'm going to be learning how to can meat. That yeah. is one of my goals. So um, I've, I've said this before. I'm, I am scared of a pressure canner. <laughs> um, but we have found the Presto electric pressure canner. And where it's self-regulating, I feel like that's a much better option for us. So that will really work a lot better for me personally. And we feel like it's a good investment to make. Yes, it's several hundred dollars. But for us, that's a good investment to make. To be able to can meat. Um I would only need pints of meat, you know, we don't, we don't eat a full quart of meat during the week, um, so that would really work really well for our family, so we both agreed on that, and we're really going to be hyper-focused on preps. Yes. Last year was beyond eye-opening for us. Right. Um, and so was just this past few weeks, the cold. The cold, yeah, yeah, I mean, definitely, um, making sure is that we have, you know, more heating options, um, more cooking options, more cooking options, and from the price experiences in the spring, more watering options. Yes. Um, more watering systems in place. Absolutely. Um, also, the outdoor shower area. Um, I even want to put in an outdoor outhouse with sawdust. Um, I've, you know. We, we've talked about this, but when we, the toilet goes out and then we have all this water that we have saved, I would really rather save that water to drink and run through the Berkey versus actually pushing it through the toilet. Um, it makes more sense to me until we can get a better system for, you know, having water all the time since we are so reliant on electricity in the well pump. And also, um, one of the things we discovered just this past week was um, a wood uh, stove to go on top of a wood-burning stove. Like, it's a uh, little metal box. Yeah, yeah. Like a... Like an oven. Like, think of... Yeah. Um, basically, think of about the size of a microwave. Yep. That you put on top of your wood stove that is an oven. So, we... You know, we talked about it. That, that seems like that would be an amazing option yes. for us. Because I always cook ahead and I meal prep and I just pop those into that little oven on top of the wood stove. And we have dinner ready and that's no heating, no extra electricity. We had already been looking at using the wood stove for coffee. Aaron has been big into that. Yes. And making sure that we wouldn't have to use electricity that way since we were already using wood for heat. Um, so we're really... Again, this word hyper-focus, these are just the things that we've experienced this year that have really bothered us, I guess that good word? Yes, it is. Uh, inconvenienced us uh, a lot, um, you can even say. It was, it was so bad this year. I mean, for the power outages in our area, we were not the only ones experiencing it. We had talked to several people. And we have mentioned it multiple times on our podcast. It has just been a complete nutter nightmare. Yeah, and, you know, um, talking about being prepared, you know, coming up with more ways to save on electricity is yes. one of those other ones as well. Because I've already been seeing a lot of people from this cold spell talk about, you know, $700,000 bills coming out and stuff like that. Uh, for electricity for a month for a month so um I, I don't think ours will be 
that high because we didn't have a Christmas tree or anything up this year where we were moving everything around. Um, we were trying to reduce energy consumption at the same time, but there's a good chance ours is it, at minimum. I expect it to be 300 at minimum. I'm expecting, I'm prepared for five or six. Um, I'm really prepared for the absolute worst with this because, and they were even putting out, don't run your, turn your heat and electric down, um, during this certain time frame. It was the only time we saw it. Um, the, in Tennessee, the Tri-Cities area was actually experiencing rolling, rolling blackouts. blackouts. Yep. And they were cutting off the power 15 minutes at a time. It, I mean, throughout areas and not letting them know. Instead of doing it at night when it made more sense <laughs> and everybody's asleep and, you know, you cut off the power for 15 minutes and turn it back on and then do it again in like another three or four hours, nobody would have noticed that. But they were doing it during the day and they did it for like two two days? Two or three days, didn't they? Um, two days. Two days? Yeah. So we have just found that there's a lot of things we're very concerned about when it comes to these things that we really need to to focus on and get ready for. Being without water is my big one. Yeah, and that one's the hardest for us, too, because we don't have... Like a, a stream? Not an easily accessible water. Spring. Yes. Yeah, not like we don't have like a, a creek or anything like that. We have springs that we can get to... But they're hard to get to. And yes. they would be really hard to get water back and forth. Like, we're talking... You're going to be wore out after, like, a couple trips. After one trip. Well, yeah, you'd be wore out after one, but you get two trips in the day. Because one of them, you're either going straight up to get to it, right? To get to even get to it. Yeah. And the other one, you're going straight, straight down, down to get to it. And yep. Then you have to climb back up with all the water. Yep. And we have talked about putting... To see if we could hit a spring. We think there's an area there's two places you know we we hope that we could hit that would be when we have a utv that would be accessible yes and we could put in a spring house but even if we could hit one of them in particular yeah it wouldn't be so bad that you couldn't walk to it no no i mean you could definitely walk to those it, it's not it is not so bad and we could put in a system to where it's not as steep to climb out and in <laughs> You might have to put in steps, but you could. It, it it's that's our problem. We are in very steep territory, so it makes it really hard to to get around and come up with a viable plan. I think for us this year for water, we're really looking at using roofing systems as much as we can to catch more water. To yes. do more water catchment, I, I feel like. That is a really good short-term yep. solution to the problem. It's not long-term, um, but it is a short-term right now is an issue because we could always pull that water, run it through the Berkey, and drink it if we had to. Yeah. So those are our main concerns on our preps. Um, and, and most of them are going to take care of themselves. Water is the big one. Yeah, the water is the one that you have to do more planning for. Way more planning. Everything. Like I'm trying to think of this um, outside um, washing machine area and seeing if I can't get more water in there and where I could put it to where I don't tip it over because it's going to be too heavy. And it's just 
um, how do we reuse the gray water and all of this because we still want to make sure we're reusing that water. It, it's just you really have to think these things through so, so much it, it almost drives you insane. You feel like you're insane by the time it's done. Um, one of the big things for me is I really want to double our garden production this year. Yes, um, you know, that cuts back on food cost as well. It does. And that'll also mean doubling our preservation. Yes, uh, you know, we have more ways to preserve now. We're always looking at more other ways to preserve as well, you know. Uh, we mentioned the electric pressure canner there. Mango is another possible method. We also, you know, do the water bath. We do freeze drying. Uh, we've experimented fermentation-wise. Dehydration. Uh, we do dehydrating. Sun dehydrating. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We got the. We can do that sun with oven. the sun oven now as well. So. so we have multiple ways to preserve food and really focusing on getting as much from our harvest as possible without letting it go to waste, and also being able to feed our animals. Um, I'm wanting to find a way that if we have too much, like it, I would love to like freeze dry or dehydrate or freeze like use my outside freezer for food that I have extra scraps for so that way in the winter time I could pull those out and give those to the chickens um so I'm really wanting to really think that through because if we have 25 pounds of waste from canning tomatoes I'm not going to feed all that to you know 30 birds it's too much um and I don't want it to go straight to compost, but maybe I feed half of it to all the birds and put half of it away in the freezer because I might have more the next day or in the refrigerator. So really thinking these things through and, and just trying to come up with the best method possible for all of these things. So right. we're not just feeding us, we're feeding the animals throughout the entire year. Mm -hmm. Good food. Good food. So important. And this is a shooting very high. <laughs> Yes. This is a shooting very high. I will be happy if our production is an eighth more, but I'm shooting for, you know, twice as much. And then, of course, a big goal is something you're going to hear a lot about this year. Being more frugal and making sure we have cash available for all of our projects. Yes. Uh, as you know, you don't know what's going to happen this year, you know. Plan for the worst. Plan for the worst. Um, there, There's... We're not trying to be doom and gloom. No. It is not doom and gloom. It is... Everything's just trending in the wrong direction. It is. Everything's looking really bad. Everything's looking as if it's just going to keep getting worse. Um, government is what doing what government does and making... I feel like making it worse. Um, <laughs> any government. I don't think they're here to help us. Um, but... We, we don't want to come across as doom and gloom, but we also want to be realistic. I'm not going to tell you it's all butterflies and rainbows when it's not butterflies and rainbows. Um, I, I want to tell you the truth. Prepare for the worst. Hope for the best. That is always the way we go. This is how we do everything. I prepare for everything to cost more money than it actually does. I prepare for everything to be so much worse than it actually is. To the point that it drives Aaron insane. Because <laughs> he's like, there's no way this project could cost this much money. 
Well, if we plan and have that money set aside, we're prepared in case it does go bad. That's how we think of this. So, you know, it, it's just really important to, to make sure, you know, you're, you're prepping for the worst. But making sure we have cash and paying off, uh, we're hoping half of our debt next year. Yeah, that's a, a very lofty goal, but um, getting that down sooner and quicker is, it, it, it's our, it's one of our main goals and um, something we're going to be working really hard toward. Like number one on our list. It is. It is number one on our list. We don't like having debt. Um, we are not one of those people who will tell you some debt's good debts. We feel like all debt is bad debt. Yes. Um, uh, get rid of it as fast as you can. Right. Because then that's more money you've got to use on something else. Exactly. You can invest it in yourself, in your home, into your savings. Um, and talking about investing, um, side businesses. I know we've hit on these a few times, you know, um, stuff keeps coming up and has stopped us from getting it going this year. Yes. Well, well, no, well has. Th not this year. It's 2023 <laughs> uh, now. So it stopped us from getting it done last year. As much as we wanted. Right. Um, so, you know, we did do the, um, uh, reselling, um, last year it did, um, we, we made some money on it. I we mean, did. Um, not as much as we wanted. Not as much as we wanted, no, but we did make some. Um, and that was with us not putting much effort into it in the the second half of the year. Exactly. That was part of the problem. Right. And that was just stuff that we'd put up earlier in the year that was selling still. Yes, yeah, so that's really, I think, a big push for us is to get those going, um, especially the picking side, and hopefully have the mushroom system set up by, well, that's really going to depend on the house. Yes, the house is going to have to get finished first for us to um, get the mushroom business up and going because we've got to move stuff from around uh, where the mushroom business is going uh, and get everything in order for that. And set up. And set up. Um, but the goal is for that by year end. Absolutely. And hopefully, you know, um, you know, with the mushrooms, you know, we plan on doing, you know, oysters, um, probably some lion's mane, and um, outside we'll do uh, some shiitakes, mm -hmm. and... Um, wine caps probably and oysters and buckets yeah yeah outside as well yep. oysters but uh that's that's our goal is to be producing all of that uh the outside ones won't probably happen this year per se like the shiitake and the wine caps and the oysters well the oysters could but the uh, shiitakes and wine caps probably won't be this year but that would be for 2024 preparing for them for that um, the lines mainment oysters inside and outside um, by the end of the year having a steady production on them is one of the goals and then the microgreens uh, part uh, having some of that maybe going by year end as well yeah so we we lofty goals um, and we know what we want to do it's just really getting there and developing it, well, not really developing, finding the time 
um, hopefully everything starts to slow down a little bit for us. Um, especially once we put more automation into the homestead and everything's working a little bit more smoothly and a lot of our big builds are done, um, things should hopefully start to ease up and go a little bit smoother and we can put that extra time and energy into the other businesses. Yeah. And you know, that's the side businesses, you know, one of the other things, it's not a business or anything, you know. But we're making, we're trying to make sure we get more content out as well. Yes. And that is from, you know, making sure we we do not miss a podcast uh, to getting out two YouTube videos a week and throwing shorts in. Um, you know, shorts, you'll, you can see those on YouTube. You can see those on our TikTok or... Uh, on reels on instagram or anything like that so you know making sure we have that content out there for you to enjoy and follow us along as well yes because we are by no means perfect (laughs) we we have failed a lot and we will we we still have a lot to learn and a lot more failures to make yeah but we really do try to think things through and i feel like all the failures we've had, we've learned from. We've oh, learned yeah. a lot from. We've learned what works, what doesn't work, what skills we need to have. And it's really helped us on our homestead journey. Yes, definitely. I mean, we we know knew, we found out like two years in that our garden <laughs> dirt was right. trash. Um, and, and we've worked on fixing it. And, you, I mean, that's part of homesteading. You, you learn as you go. And... We've learned that, you know, we we have lofty goals for our side businesses, but if we can get one up and running and, you know, how much we want to make every month, I will feel really good by the end of 2023. If we could get one making the amount of money we want at the end of right. every month, yeah, a yeah. pure profit. Right. Um, we, have, we have goals for that as well. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, as, as you probably could figure, <laughs> we have ideas of what we want to hit on the mushroom micro green side and on the reselling side and with all of this um our one of our other big goals i would say is probably number two after the debt is getting our house updated and and Aaron says livable livable yes uh you know having a uh, stove to go to or you know being able to cook something in a pot, you know, besides like a, a crock pot. But, uh, you know, that that is, you know, it, it's going to be a lot of work. It is. A- after the house is done, we have to get everything rearranged. Uh, we've got some projects of ourselves that we are doing that we are not getting the contractors to do that we have to get done. Um, you know, these will probably be more evening projects. Maybe, maybe something we'll even show you along the way as well. Yeah. Um, how furniture we're doing some we stuff. Furniture we need to update. Yeah, we're, yeah, if you want to talk about some of the furniture there. Yeah, so we have, um, all, most of the furniture in the house is, uh, furniture, well, I feel like it came with the house. It did for me. Yeah. <laughs> with the house. Um, so this was furniture, um, Aaron's parents bought you know, years and years and years ago. And it's really good furniture. It's really high quality wood, but it is also very dated. Um, and it's not really my aesthetic. 
So my goal is to really paint and get that really more up to date for me. Um, and also to make it a little bit more durable because it is old. It needs, it needs a fresh set of something. Yeah. Um, so really getting that all updated and more, you know, to my aesthetics and cause we have our, we had talked about replacing furniture, but it was going to be for good furniture. It's going to be thousands of dollars. And I know you can go find it at yard sales. I'm sorry. We don't live in an area where you find, we, we know this. Yeah. We know this. I, I'm sorry. You, well, first off, I work on Fridays. I work on Fridays. Aaron works on Fridays. We cannot justify taking off on every Friday during yard sale season to go yard selling when we need to be working. And Saturday, all the good stuff is gone for the most part. Um, so it's very hard for us to say, oh, we'll just go search yard sales for these, you know, great deals that we're going to find because we're not going to find them. Um, not in our area, and most of the time, the furniture you're going to find is going to be not very good. It's going to be the cheaper stuff. The The really good wood stuff that, that we currently have, people keep for a really long time. Mm. and Or they update it and sell it on Facebook Marketplace. So that's what we're really looking to do, is we're not selling it, but we are going to update it um, and just make it more us. And I'm sure Aaron's ready for a change in a lot of it because he's seen it forever in a day. Yeah. And it's... Yes, I mean, we've got a lot of work there to do. Um, Having cabinetry to build in and put mm. in. Um, I would say one of our big focuses is going to be getting the homestead kitchen up up and running. Yes. Um, getting it set up, getting it... The freeze dryer going. Getting it moved out there, yeah. A lot of heavy... Furniture to move back in the house again, you know, um, probably break back, you know, be down for a couple of weeks from that again, you know. Uh, he did hurt his hip. I did. But he did have help. I did. My daddy's My a beast. My hip hurt for about three weeks. My daddy's a beast. That's all I'm going to say. Um, Aaron, he, he knows he needs my dad's help when he's doing anything like this. He's like, we need to get your dad up here. Yes. Uh, I I kill myself trying to keep up with it. <laughs> but it, everything got moved and just getting it all back into the house and um, working on getting it updated slowly but surely. That's a big project because we have furniture to reupholster. And again, we're trying to do a lot of this on our own because getting couches and things that ha are made with the same quality would be so very expensive. I already have it. These couches are what? 30? About 40. Now. 40. Yeah. 40 years old. And they're still in really good shape. Right. But they... I, I hate the fabric. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know how to describe it. I it's don't, itchy. Yeah, it's a, that itchy reddish brown stuff yeah. from 40, 40, 50 years ago. Um, it, It's just awful. But... You know, we can put some batting on it and get that updated and save uh, save quite a bit of money right. um, doing it ourselves. And I've no doubt in my mind I can handle this. It's just, you know, we have to prioritize and really get our heads down and focus. Yep. So we'll, we'll, you know, have our goals prioritized for the house along with the homestead, you know. Absolutely. Um, 
the house might be more evenings. Homestead might be more weekends. And mornings. Times. Yeah, and mornings. Right. Homestead's always in the mornings. Yeah, after it gets light. After it starts to get light. Like, there's no better time, especially if you live in a hot area. Do not work at 2 or 3 in the afternoon. No, no. Don't, don't do it. Yeah, get up and work at 6, 7 o'clock. Or 5. Yeah. I mean, really, it's, it is worth it to invest in a good headlamp for work in the mornings. You will get so much more accomplished. You might be tired, um, or you can work in the evening, but you're, you're going to do so much better because it's typically cooler in the morning than it is in the evening. Yeah. And you don't have to worry about thunderstorms or anything. Right. So, um, do you have any personal goal? Um, personal uh, you know, I guess to uh, find the next gold mine and become rich, I guess, you know. He's so full <laughs> of crap. <laughs> He's so full of it. I, I guess, you know, get a mining dredge and let's go to Alaska. <laughs> He's lucky I didn't leave him whenever we he started watching this show. We were on some sort of vacation. I think it was our honeymoon. We were watching some show. It was when we went to Florida where they were going painting gold and jewels and all that. And you were like, I could do this. I could do this. I could go to Alaska and do this. Yeah, I don't know which. I don't remember. But, uh, so I watch all the uh, <laughs> all the treasure hunting things. So uh, uh, <laughs> he's obsessed. Uh, no, I think for me personally is just. Um, Focusing more, making sure that um, that I'm doing, you know, more of the daily stuff, uh, like the content, getting it out and getting stuff up on eBay or, you know, Facebook Marketplace, getting more of that type of stuff uh, done in a few minutes when I have time. For me, I really want to make sure that I learn how to use the electric pressure canner. That's that's one. Um, get us fifty percent natural. That's that's personal goal for me. That's a big goal. Uh, I really want to make sure we're, um, you know, I, and I know there's a lot of people out there who say, well, one way or the other. For for us, it, it's became super important. It. And I know a lot of people have lived to be in their 80s and 90s and just taken and done things. But I feel like the past, I was just thinking about this, the past 15, 20 years, I feel like everything has shifted. From the way food is processed to what they put into it. I mean, you can look at labels here and labels in other parts of the country or other parts uh, of the world. world. And they're not allowed to put food or items in chemicals in that food in other countries but they're allowed to put in here yeah so to me i mean okay that person's only been on that for 15 or 20 years um how much longer would they live if they didn't take those chemicals for 15 or 20 years we've been on that almost our whole life yeah so i feel like we really need to think that through we want to make sure that our little one has the best life possible and is set up for the best life possible and giving her everything she needs to grow up healthy and happy. And I feel like 
we can do that if we shift more towards that natural living. I don't think 50% is not doable for us. I really don't. I think it's yeah. just a few changes. Yeah. Uh, 50% I think is very doable uh, for us, especially. Uh, I've always joked I could easily go more vegan than. The, I, I can't do vegan. Then, uh, I didn't say uh, vegan. I said natural. I did not well, say vegan. I can eat more greens and lettuces and stuff like that than you can. That's not going natural. I'm talking about nothing with aluminum in it. Making well, our yes. own deodorant. Making our but own toothpaste. Food That's, too. We're going to have a problem when Aaron has to not... Are you sure about food now? Who has to have all the snacky foods? Well, we make our own. We, oh, by we, he means me making our own. So, in other words, I've got to learn how to make the hot chili fries. Well, no, we can come up with something just snacky. <laughs> and the Garditos and all the other snacky items that he likes well, to eat. But you know what I mean. I know what you mean. And, you know, that's more towards the bottom of the list because... <laughs> That's the other 50% she said. <laughs> Air and snacky items and croutons and salad dressings. No, we can make the, a lot of a lot of changes pretty easily. And Aaron, he is very flexible. So it won't be very hard. I will actually have a harder time with some of this than he will. Because I, I'm much more picky. Um, now where he'll have a problem is toothpaste. Maybe. Maybe so. <laughs> he will have a hard time with toothpaste. Uh, but I also want to make sure we're staying with our family time. So that's very important. I wouldn't change anything watching the little one. She's walking now. Yes. Yes. Uh, a lot. <laughs> a lot. She wears us out just watching her walk. Because <laughs> we've kind of set her up in... We're living in two and a half rooms. But we've left enough room for her to move. Mm -hmm. And... We can kind of set her up so she has a safe place to run on on the carpet. And she just goes back and forth. For an hour. For an hour. Before. Then she starts wearing down and starts falling and thinks she can go further. But. Um, I guess, uh, you know, as always, you know, if you will um, send us any comments, questions... Uh, anything you want us to hear us talk about in the future episodes to thecandycouple at yahoo.com. And, you know, make sure to go over to YouTube. Help us uh, build up our presence over there if you can. You know, give us a like and subscribe on some of our content. Like I said, we've already got two videos. We've already had uh, one this week, a short. We've got uh, another one scheduled for Wednesday at 5 and another one scheduled for Saturday at 9 a.m. Um, so lots of content, like we said, coming out. And please go over and give us a you know, like and subscribe. And you can find links to all of our other sites on Linktree slash The Candy Couple. And as always, thank you for joining us on Royal Reliance with The Candy Couple. We hope you have a wonderful day.